Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the show Self Expressions, and I am your host, Brother Robert Pop Pop Hudson. And uh, welcome this evening. And uh, wow, man, it's uh, it's been a wild 2022, and we're in uh, 2023. And uh, you know, once again, Happy New Year, and uh, and uh, let's just you know hope we can just continue on this momentum that we got. You know, uh, last year, you know, we had um, you know brung in the new year. Uh, you know, with our revival, and uh, can't wait till we have our next revival. So um, let's get right into it. Um, so today we're just going to be covering mostly Exodus uh, chapter 20. And, you know, the the theme of the day is I want to cover the Ten Commandments. And I'll give you, the you know, the reason why um, I want to cover the Ten Commandments. And, um, you know, before we get started, I just want to just, uh, you know, say a little little something that I have written down, and it's, uh, Lord, you guide me in the ways of life everlasting. I will be found in your grace. I have confidence that you lead me in truth and that your promises will not fail. I am glad to follow your guidance because heading, heeding your wisdom will draw me to a day of restoration and not destruction. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I may be taught the paths of goodness and righteousness. I pledge my service to you. Guide me in all of my ways. All right, amen. And um, going back into um, the Ten Commandments, you know, um, I had, you know, through my life um, some sort of mentors here and there, and most of the time, you know, those mentors, you know, they taught me a lot. Like one of my first Mentors as an adult was a guy named uh, Pete Labiak. He he, uh, he was uh, basically my boss, but he was also my mentor. He taught me a lot about life and business. And, you know, one of the things that he had made a statement on was that he says, you know, rules aren't made unless they're broken. And when he said that, I said, what? And he said, you know, rules aren't made unless they're broken. And I thought about it, and I said, you know, he's, he's right. So going over the Ten Commandments, now, you know, the Ten Commandments, and we just uh, just keep it simple, you know, the first four commandments are what God requires of you, and five through ten are what he feels, is he, how he feels that we should treat one another. And, you know, if you go through them, it makes sense. It makes life simpler where it's worship him and treat each other with respect, basically. When we just don't look at it the way that he presented to us as, you know, when he gave us the Ten Commandments, you can understand where we go afoul. You know, right now, you know, everything seems to be conflicted where with the world. And just going through the Ten Commandments and looking, and you can see where so many things are broken and how they got broken. You know, we have 
you know, um, the other day I was looking at stats on the board here at Purpose Kingdom and where, you know, it looks like the listenership, you know, in the Ukraine has gone down. And everybody's been focusing on the Ukraine um, nowadays. And then I looked at it and then I, I said, well, you know, it, the numbers might not be down because if you realize what's going on over there is they're losing power. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're losing power and they are scrambling to stay safe. And it's, maybe it's just that people are just get more people are gathering in one place just to listen to, you know, programs like this on purpose, you know, from purpose kingdom network. And it's not a bad thing looking at seeing that the number, the numbers are down. And, you know, with that being said, we'll get back to, you know, um, more worldly things, you know, um, how the focus on our economy and how we need to borrow more money to pay more things, you know, when we were more, you know, um, focused on our infrastructure, you know, it seemed that things were getting better here, you know, in the United States. But now, um, as we start focusing outward, where it seems like we're, you know, we're starving, but we're still making sandwiches for, you know, the family across the street. And to me, it's kind of mind-boggling. But then again, you know, politics as usual. Okay, so we can go over the, the Ten Commandments. And we're going to go over the first one, which is, you shall have no other gods before me. Now, that seems uh, pretty simple and, and something that, you know, we can basically you know, uh, say, hey, you know, we're not going to put any other gods before him. But sometimes we do. Sometimes we make things gods. You know, we make people gods. You know, we make people more than what they are, and we seem to worship people. But we have to really pay attention to, you know, the first commandments, but you should have no other gods before me. All right, and then uh, we can go over to the second one was you shall not make idols. And you can say, well, um, <clears throat> how can you make an idol? Well, they, there was a show on TV, I'm not sure if it's still on, it's called American Idol. And people would, you know, uh, vote for a certain person. Well, that's an idol, you know, where you become a, a fanatic. And when, you know, someone that you were rooting for loses, you still are saying, hey, I, I really like that person. I really wanted them to win. You know, that's idolizing somebody, and that's an idol. You know, we have to make sure we don't fall into, you know, um, different pitfalls and in, in, in different forms where it seems to be the norm, but yet and still we're breaking the commandment. And then we're going to go into number three, which you shall not take the, the name of the Lord your God in vain. Yes, that one uh, is really, it's, um, when you when you take the Lord's name in vain, it is, that that is really a, a deep, deep, deep thing that we just, we misplace, you know, in our life when we use different phrases and we say, oh, Lord, help me. And if you're not in, in you know, in need of help, you know, what do you call on the Lord's name? And that's in vain. So, you know, we have to make sure that we, we, we remember that. 
And uh, the fourth one, which is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, yes, um, the Sabbath day, you know, depending on uh, some people, and we've established that a long time ago here at Purpose Kingdom Network that the argument for Saturday or Sunday could be either day, and um, and you could not be wrong. The whole prominent part about that is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, you know, the whole thing is established that from sun up to sundown, that's the day. And we have to make sure that we keep that Sabbath day, whatever day you choose to, you know, place as the Sabbath day, we have to make sure that we keep it holy. And it goes deeper in, you know, Exodus, where it explains, you know, everything in the, about the Ten Commandments. And that all starts in, in Exodus chapter 20, where it just really, you know, um, it puts with no doubt in your mind, you know, how you keep that Sabbath day holy. And so we're going to go on into, um, no, you know what? So before we go forward, we're just going to go ahead and uh, we're going to read the Bible and we're just going to go ahead and, and get a better explanation of these Ten Commandments and, you know, what they mean and how we should use them in our in our life because it's, in, in, you know, it's written in the Bible. <clears throat> so um, I'm at Exodus verses 20, and we're just going to go on, and I'm just going to um, go ahead and read. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. And, you know, with that, it, you know, for a better explanation, it's also covered in Jeremiah thirty-five fifteen, And, you know, it's, it, it, it basically just breaks down everything as, as far as, you know, have no other gods before me. And um, so we go on to verse 4. It says, you shall not make of yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the Father upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. But showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments, and right there, just letting you know, above all, you know, this is just not only a requirement, it is a demand from God. That's what he wants. And then, you know, when we go into verse 7, it says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And it just... You know, just let you know right there. You know he's he's not playing. You know, don't call on him and don't use his name in vain. And so we're gonna um, go on to uh, where it's covered in the fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And um, it's also in Levit- Leviticus twenty-six and twelve, which details this: six days you shall labor. And do all your work, 
But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord, your God. In it you shall do no work, nor your son, nor daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, not your stranger who is within your gates. For the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Uh, therein the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And, you know, like I said, you know, it depends on, you know, what day you worship it. Just make sure you remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And, you know, yes, you know, some people have to, you know, have to work. But also just remember that God said, you know, you labor six days and on the seventh, you know, remember the, the, the Sabbath and keep it holy. You know, um, and when that was stated, it was saying, you know, sometimes people have a hard time remembering, you know, some things like when, when is the feast, what, what day is the feast days and um, things like that. You know, uh, he's establishing that, you know, hey, remember that I, you know, I did rest on the seventh day and not only did I rest on the seventh day, I want everyone to rest on the seventh day and keep it holy. And not only that, everything in your influence. When he says, you know, your your servant, your woman servant, your sons, your daughters, that means everyone. That means everyone that's in your sphere of influence. He wants you to make sure that not only you are, you know, you remember the Sabbath, but also that everyone under your household, under your influence, keeps that Sabbath, excuse me, keep that Sabbath and remember it and keep it holy. You know, a, a lot of people have their own crazy interpretations of how they should do things. But he's just putting it, he's put it out there in, as plain as can be that remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And so now as we go over, you know, the uh, other commandments, 5 through 10, you know, these are, are what he requires of us to treat how, how we should treat one another. And the, 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 the fifth one was this honor your father and your mother. And, yes, you know, we do have, you know, certain things called, you know, um, children's rights and things of that nature. But that doesn't protect abused children. And, yes, we do stretch that to a limit where um, the government and government some certain government agencies, you know, seems to overstep their bounds as far as where, you know, children think that they have an equal voice as an adult to challenge their mother and father. Yes, you know, as you start growing up and you come of age, we do challenge certain adults in our life and but we have to keep it respectful you know you know young people um yes you know you do have rights but that is to protect you from abuse not to abuse your parents and yes i do see instances where children do abuse their parents yes they do care and love and love you but at a certain point where you know you're bending things to meet 
you know, your expectations of what your parents should do for you, you know, it's not what your parents should do for you most of the time. It's what you can do to help your parents parent you, if that makes sense to you. And, you know, the sixth one, we're going to go over the sixth commandment, which, you know, you shall not murder. This one, you know, we all know that, that that's a no-no. But we always seem to, to, to think, hey, you know, he deserves to die or, or I could kill him. That's not thoughts that we should have, but we, we still do. And, you know, and right now in the city of Philadelphia, you know, our homicide rate is just about one per day, which, you know, we don't want to be accepting, you know, anything where um, any any part of the commandments that are being broken and being broken blatantly. And it seems like um, we're no one seems to care, you know, what are the repercussions of committing something like murder. And the next one, uh, which is the seventh commandment, you shall not commit adultery. Now, a lot of people would, would say, you know, uh, God would understand. God does understand, but God also wants you to know that don't, you should not commit adultery. And if you, you wanted to really, you know, break things down, you know, the Bible, is, it really explains what adultery is. And basically, God is telling you if you're not having, you know, sex with your wife or your husband, that that's the act of committing adultery. And, yes, you know, we can also plant the notions, oh, we're going to be getting married soon and, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're practically married. You're not if you're not married and you're having sex, that's an that's adultery. That's that's committing adultery. And just like any of the you know, of the commandments, you know, we can think that we're justified by doing certain things and think that, you know, it goes unpunished. You know, each and every day that we break these commandments, you know, we are should be in a state of repentance. Because not only did we commit it you know, these acts, you know, against, you know, against the commandments, we're going to be continuing to do it, it's, you know. And it's not that, that we're progressing in the state where we said, oh, okay, yeah, we did break a commandment. Yes, I do repent. I'm not going to do it again. But, you know, we know all in, in the back of our mind, we're going to go ahead and keep continue doing it because we're going to keep continue to justify it, which is not, what we should be doing in the first place, all right? And um, we're going to just move on to the eighth one, which is you shall not steal. Yes, we know, we you know, we shouldn't steal, but there's stealing different ways that we can be stealing. You can be getting illegal cable. That's stealing. You can be getting illegal electricity. That's stealing. Anything that you're you're doing and you know, no matter how you justify it, oh, I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pay it eventually, and or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You know, somebody's Wi-Fi password, that's stealing. If they didn't give it to you, they didn't say, hey, you have, you can go ahead and use my Wi-Fi, and you find out their password. 
just as well as you find somebody's pin, you know, find out somebody's pin number to their ATM card, and you go ahead and use it, or you just happen to know it and you just take the card and you just get money out. That's stealing. You know, anything that this an act of dishonesty that that you're committing, that's basically stealing, and that's basically breaking the, the commandments. And, yes, just like, you know, uh, the seventh commandment, we still find ways to justify why we did this. That person owed me this. That person owed me, you know, this amount of money. That person, you know, um, got away with, you know, whatever it was. You know, keeping these commandments and not breaking them, that's your responsibility. What someone else does, that's their sin. You have to let the Lord take care of you know, his business, and you take care of yours. And it's pretty simple that he just gave you Ten Commandments, and now, you know, we're on number eight, and we just still at the same mindset of how we justify, you know, uh, us breaking these commandments. God's not happy with that, and he's not pleased. So we just have to understand that, look, no matter what we do, we have to keep these commandments. And, you know, if we do... Repent and, and honestly try not to commit them again. All right? Um, and so we're going to go over number nine. You should not bear false witness against your neighbor. And you right, – this one here is easy to break. It's basically going around if you're gossiping about somebody, if you're basically lying on someone – you know, bearing a, a false witness against your neighbor. And it doesn't actually have to be your neighbor. It could be somebody in your neighborhood, in your community, anyone that you're casting a, a bad light on, you know, and we all easily fall prey to bearing false witnesses because there are something, there, well, there's some people and some things in this world that we find, you know, ad, that agitate us. And just bring us on to where, you know, we think that we have to add our two cents about someone or, you know, anything. And all it takes is one little negative comment, and then you add your negative comment. <clears throat> Next thing you know, we just create a fellowship of false witnesses against someone that we just simply don't like for some reason or another. So, yes, you know, this is the easy one where we can fall. You know, and um, then we got, you know, um, the uh, the last one, and it's basically you should not con convert your neighbor's house, you should not convert your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. And once again, when we go, um. When we go, you know, all all of, as far as the word neighbors, you know, we're talking about people in your community, people that um, people that you're around, fellowship in church. It's, it's 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 all of these are, you know, none of them are a less offense than the other. You commit one, you you know, you might as well say you've done them all. 
And especially when you, you know, you're, you're walking around and you're not repenting for, for your sins and you're constantly going and justifying, you know, what you've done. You know, and it's, it's plain and simple. It's like really the, the Ten Commandments is right there. We can all go through the Bible and we can read them. And we also got other scriptures to back up each and every one of these Ten Commandments. All we have to do is, you know, read it. And even if we did not have a, a knowledge of what they act, what these commandments actually means, that doesn't mean that um, that we can go ahead and keep committing them because we don't know. We can't, you know, we just can't say, uh, you know, I'm ignorant to the fact that I didn't understand what that meant. Well, it's you know, it's broken down in each and every one of these these commandments, and also um, throughout the Bible, you know, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, throughout the Bible, it helps break down each and every one of these commandments, you know, and like I say, we can start at Exodus, you know, chapter twenty, but also you can go into uh, Deut- Deuteronomy uh, chapter five, six through twenty-one. And that also helps you break down, breaks everything down as far as the commandments. For you know, um, as as far as where it has you know you know uh, the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. You know, as broken down earlier, is that you know God gave Himself an example that He you know He created the world in six days and on the seventh He rested. Because he wanted that to be his the Sabbath, and he wants us all to keep it holy. And when it says, you know, um, and I can make an example. I can just present an example. Let's say you're, you know, uh, it's the Sabbath, and you're going to go to service. And you know, yes, um, we're going to go somewhere to, to fellowship. But along the way, let's say you had a run in your stockings, and then you say, hey, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, buy me another pair real quick and put them on. But that's not keeping the Sabbath holy. It's simple things like that where we just sit and we put a justification on what we're doing. But what we're doing is we're breaking commandments and we're justifying it, something as simple as that. And, you know, I use that example and not – just women, you know, it, it could be men. You know, God has simplified it and says, you know, he broke it down further. And the saying on the Sabbath, you keep it holy. You know, he said nobody should be laboring, nobody should be exchanging money <clears throat> or exchanging commodities because it's the Sabbath and keeping it holy. That day you should concentrate on worshiping and praising, and even fellowship. That's fine. But when we start adding, uh, you know, little tidbits, even when we do fellowship, and then we say, hey, you know, all right, let's go to Church's Chicken since we're, you know, since we're done service. Well, that's still an exchange of money. Now, there's ways that we make we can make sure that we don't break, the, you know, break the commandments. You know, we could, you know, prepare meals, you know, and, you know, at the service, you know, we go upstairs and, you know, we eat a meal. Um, that's, that's not, you know, breaking the commandment. 
it's you know feasting after a service. But that's something that people prepare, you know, beforehand, you know, or afterhand. Or you can have service until after sundown that you can go ahead and uh, do certain things of that nature. But what I'm basically saying is that these these are easily uh, commandments that can be easily broken, and we can think that, you know, it's justified. But just as breaking one is like breaking them all, and we just have to make sure that we, we consciously – exercise that and keep it in our thoughts that, you know, you know, we're trying to live as simply as we can. Yes, we all want to be good Christians, but when we break these commandments, it's the act of, and the thought that we put behind it that makes it, you know, a, a, a bigger sin. And um, that's, you know, that's one of the ways and I was going to use for, you know, for the Sabbath. And when we, you know, we keep going, you know, we go deeper and, you know, not only are we consciously breaking, you know, the Ten Commandments, we're, you know, we're we're putting it and we're trying to normalize it, you know. Um, and, you know, one of the ways how you can, you can get it normalized is that, you know, just as we, you know, if we go to war, you know, if you're in the military and you go to war and they say, you know, you're doing this for God and country, well, that's, you know, that's justifying, you know, the act of, you know, committing murder and saying, you know, you're doing it for your country. You know, uh, a long time ago and in, in, in even now, and it's just, that's recorded in the history books, was something called the Great Crusades where – you know, King Richard uh, of England and at, you know, in the time where he was in, you know, in charge of everything, he said it was, you know, God had given him the right to, to conquer lands and, you know, to, you know, to, to uh, forcibly make people Christians. And that came about, you know, the War of the Great Crusades where, you know, basically they created a holy war where they were saying, that their God is, is you know, um, the God of all gods and everybody should be Christians. You know, uh, one thing that God is, you know, and God is a perfect gentleman in everyone's life and he doesn't force things, you know, and anything that as far as where you, you know, he's saying that, you know, uh, you should do this because of, you know, uh, it's a great thing for everybody to be a Christian and we're going to force me to do it. But also, you have to understand that God does not, if he has commandments for you, he doesn't want you to break these commandments or justify breaking the commandments. You know, and if you participate in stuff like that, you're just as guilty as the one that's, you know, breaking the commandments. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, um, I'm just going to go back into one more, you know, commandment <clears throat> that we, you know, that we all have broken millions of times and that is you know you should not commit adultery and the reason why I'm going back to this one is because everybody fails to you know um to, to understand you know guess yeah God knows that yeah, yes we're going to fornicate yes you know um we're going to you know um you know have 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 sex 
But he says if if you're married, you know, there's he has no problem of what you do, being married, you know, having sex. But, you know, we always, that justification on what we're doing is wrong. And, you know, we seem to want to make sure, make it right. And says, hey, you know, we're, we're getting married next month. Or, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're just about married. Or, you know, hey, we have kids together. Uh, it's okay. No, it's not. Not not in his eyesight. And, you know, like I said, I'm just can't reiterate this more. You know, um, sex between a man and a woman is okay in the eyesight of God if you're married. There's no if ands, or but about it. It's not, um, uh, well, we're almost married, or we're two days away from being married, or... Um, we're three weeks away from getting married or kids together. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, you're breaking you're breaking that commandment. And, you know, God didn't just want us to have, you know, a, a bond with him. He also wanted us to have a fellowship. He also wanted us to have family. He also, you know, loves the idea of a union between a man and a wife. And he wants, you know, and he, and he loves and, and, and wants that. Um, he doesn't want what's going on right now where everybody's having sex with each other and massive diseases are, are getting passed around because people are just being irresponsible and also they are not enforcing his commandment, which is, you know, it's pretty simple. And it, it, it is broken down in Luke and Mark. Um, let me see, I don't have the chapters right now, but it's also broken down what is expected of a marriage between two people, a man and wife, and you know what you know, and what and what they do is their business is, is pretty much how it's summed up. But you know, in order to you know not to break this commandments, it's just simple. You have to be man and wife. You know, and I don't care what people say that you know. Oh, that was back in those days, and you know, here's the thing: everything that was done back in those days, all those rules were put in place so things like this that we're living right now today wouldn't happen. And not saying that those things wasn't happening, it just wasn't as prominent as it is now today where, you know, the number one cause of, you know, death, cancer, and after that it's AIDS and now it's COVID. And there's a reason for that. Okay, and so, you know, I'm not going to beat anybody up over, you know, if you are breaking those commandments, you know, just make sure, or any of the Ten Commandments, just make sure that you're wholeheartedly doing your best to repent and also make sure that you don't keep committing these sins. You know, um, can't nobody right now today that's ever lived can tell me that they have never broken any of these commandments. Um, can't nobody now today tell me that, you know what, um, after, you know, I've committed these, you know, uh, this, you know, this sin where I've broken a commandment that I'm never going to break a commandment again, because, you know, it, you know, temptation and, you know, part, partly where we have our own, um, I would say neutrality about viewing things that even if we were not really did not really mean to, to do something, you know, uh, breaking these commandments. 
that most likely the way our thought process is that we will be probably breaking them. And, you know, and so with that being said, you know, um, I think this is as best as I can, you know, explain the Ten Commandments to y'all and, you know, and uh, just let you know how there's a lot of pitfalls where we can just fall in, you know, either knowingly or not knowingly, either justifying them or just being ignorant to the fact that we're not paying attention to what's going on as far as what we're doing and how it seems to easily slide in to where, you know, we can make it our everyday life of committing sin after sin after sin and not making up for it or repenting for it. Because we do have, you know, several thousand programs, and I know Netflix has millions of programs where it's just commonplace where a man and a woman just hooks up and, you know, that's that happy life and all that without even the thought of, of the institution of marriage. And they're, you know, and it's making it more commonplace for where people think it's okay. Um, so I think that's uh, all I got. And so we, what we'll do is we'll just uh, go into the call of salvation. And um, anybody, basically the call of salvation is anybody that, you know, want to introduce themselves to Christ and, and, you know, just change their ways, you know, and just talking about the Ten Commandments, and if you're sitting there, you're reflecting and you're saying, you know, I'm breaking every one of these commandments, you know, and even if you have turned your life over to Christ, you're going to say, hey, you know, I may want to do a rededication because, you know, some of these things that I'm doing, you know, some kind of way I justified it where it's it seems to be okay. It's commonplace. You know, you can just easily ask for forgiveness for that. You can say, Father God, I'm the sinner, and, you know, I just want to change my ways. I just want to repent and just change my life, wipe, you know, wipe new, you know, these things of the world I don't want to be or a willing participant, for I want to participate in your kingdomship, and I'm turning my life over to you. And I thank you for your sacrifice that you gave, that you gave your only begotten son so I can live because he freed me of my sins. And, and for you, I'm thankful. You can say that or you can say anything like that in your own words. You know, as long as you have that honest talk with God, let him know that you're changing, that you are changed, that you're new. And the only thing you have to do after that is just let someone know. It could be anybody. Just let them know. Hey, I'm a new person. I'm a new creature. My life just started again. You know, and once you do that, you know, the next thing I, I suggest you do is you find a Bible, believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary that will nurture you in the word of Christ. You know, that nurture, that nurturement is detrimental once you turn your life over. And, you know, just, you know, seriously consider, you know, where you're going and, and how you're doing. If you can't find that church home, you know, that's why we broadcast here almost each and every night here at Purpose Kingdom Network where we have a multitude of hosts, and we broadcast almost each and every night that we can. And uh, welcome to the kingdom of God. All right, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and see the announcements. And um, real quickly, this is a product of Purpose Kingdom Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. We greatly appreciate your listenership and your support. 
of us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, and we also thank those that like to share with their friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. And we thank you so much for that. All right. And um, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And, you know, um, we just uh, <clears throat> like to thank you for, you know, just participating in any of our shows. And, you know, when we do a live show, we have a live call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. You can press that number, and you can um, you can get into, you know, our host queue where you can talk to our, our host. Uh, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com, and we just um, want you to check it out. It's 24 hours of music of inspiration, and yeah, just check it out. All right, and uh, we do have a Facebook page, which is at Purpose uh, Kingdom at Facebook. Uh, right there where we have um, upcoming shows, information, and from time to time, uh, we will make major, major announcements there. All right, and uh, also we're on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. All right, and, you know, with God's will and God's blessing, uh, we hope you join us back here tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, and I do believe that we have uh, Study for Life, which is going to be hosted by Pastor Toy Daly, and uh, it's going to be good. Check it out. That's going to be at the 9 p.m. hour. Well, God's on God's blessing. Please join us back here at the 9 p.m. hour for Study for Life. And with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcement. And, you know, um, <clears throat> just to wrap up everything in closing, you know, uh, I do know that um, – Around this time, you know, we do have, like, uh, playoff times where, you know, the Eagles are playing and things like that. Uh, the good thing about when, you know, live events are going on where, you know, you're curious about the score, you want to know what's going on, you know, we can always go back and we can always, you know, watch, um, you know, certain venues and events. And, like, um, you know, later on tonight, I will be um, at work. And not only is the Eagles game on tonight, you know, there's, you know, UFC matches that I would love to watch, but I'm going to be at work. But the the beautiful thing and the magic of um, things that's going on is that you can always go back and watch it. There's nothing uh, that's more important of a now event that where you um, where, where you're worshiping and you're praying that you would worry more about what's going on in the outside world. Those are worldly things, don't forget. And you just want to concentrate on, you know, what's at hand. So, you know, with that being said, hey, um, I'll be on next week. Uh, the next time I'll be broadcasting next Saturday, 830. Um, like I said, love doing this, and I'm just happy to, you know, just, you know, be a part of uh, Purpose Camp Network and just contributing where I can. Um, so, with that being said, you know, don't forget to love yourself. And without that room to love yourself, you can't possibly love anyone else. And, you know, uh, hey, I'm having a great time. So I'm out here. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 